Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Some quotes are meant to inspire. I've not yet begun to fight! And some quotes save you money. Go online or call 855-ELEPHANT to see how much you could be saving today. More care, less cost. Discover the elephant difference at elephant.com. This is the 2018 NFL Draft, exclusively on the Team 90. The Washington Redskins select. Now live from Redskins Draft Fest, presented by Pepsi. Here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. At section 131 in the concourse, just inside the stadium and right in front of the Bud Light Pavilion, Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot, Clinton Portis on this draft day special. The fourth round, uh, guys, we're well underway. Let's get everybody caught up to speed, uh, those who are listening. Uh, the Redskins, first of all, took Troy Apke, a safety from Penn State. Uh, with the ninth selection in the fourth round. So they've got four players so far in this draft. Deron Payne, Darius Geis, Jerron Christian, the lineman from Louisville, and now a safety in Troy Apke. And we'll get to him in a moment. But here's the fourth round as uh, it exists right now. Ian Thomas went first to the Panthers. He's a tight end from Indiana. Jalen Holmes, a defensive end from Ohio State, went to Minnesota. Kiki Kute. I like anybody a, named Kiki. A wide receiver from Texas Tech, went to the Texans. And then Hines, the running back, who ran a 4-3 at the Combine, the NC State running back, went to Indy uh, in this draft. Antonio Callaway, we talked about his talent from Special Florida talent. as a wide receiver, but had a lot of marijuana-related issues at the University of Florida. It's non-violent, Sheehan. It's non-violent. He went to Cleveland. Josie Jewell, one of the best inside linebackers in this draft from Iowa, went to Denver. Chris Herndon, a tight end from Miami, went to the Jets. And then then the first quarterback of the day went Kyle Laletta from Richmond, the guy that a lot of people like as a future starter in this league. The Giants took Kyle Laletta in the fourth round as sort of a a developmental quarterback behind Eli Manning. Troy Apke went next to the Skins, as we've talked about. Nick Nelson, a corner from Wisconsin to the Raiders. Brian Allen, a center from Michigan State to the Rams. And then Clinton's guy, Mark Walton, running back from the U, went to the Bengals. Deshaun Hamilton, wide receiver, Penn State to Denver. Deshaun Hand, the Alabama interior Interior defensive lineman, Uh, to the Lions uh, at the 114th selection overall, 14th in the fourth round. And then a Western Kentucky outside linebacker, Joel Ayabanue. Whoa, way uh, to hang in there. Way to hang in there. Smoke pronounced that. (laughs) (laughs) He went to Chicago. Dorrance Armstrong to the Cowboys, a defensive end from Kansas. Jordan Whitehead from Pitt. A safety goes to Tampa. And then a corner we talked about, Anthony Averett from Alabama, went to the Ravens. Alabama is having a really good dra- I mean, the Ravens is having a really good draft. They, they are. They are. They're having a really good draft. And they, I think it's because it's Ozzie Newsom's last draft, and he wants to send them He's going out with a bang. He's going out with a bang, and I think that Lamar Jackson pick is going to turn out to be his greatest pick of all time. They're saying a lot because he picked Ray and Ed. 
They're saying exactly. a lot. We'll get to him, uh, Lamar Jackson. I want your thoughts on him uh, in a bit. Kaiser White, the safety from West Virginia to the Chargers. So that's two safeties in this draft for uh, for San Diego, for Los Angeles. Will Disley, the tight end from Washington to Seattle. Teron Johnson, a corner from Weber State to oh, Buffalo. Oh, he can play. He can play. Kenny Young from UCLA is an inside linebacker. He goes to the Ravens. Durham Smythe, a tight end from Notre Dame to Miami. I'm and shocked he dropped. Yeah, me too. Uh, a lot of people liked him from Notre Dame. And Armani Watts, a safety I'm from Texas a and I'm shocked he dropped that far. He's to the Chiefs. Safety. Yeah, got you up to date very on the draft. Good uh, that recap uh, brought to you by the VA. Choose VA to make a difference in your life or the life of a veteran at choose.va.gov. Uh, you said... You like the Ravens draft so far. I like Traded it. around yeah. in the first round. They got Hayden Hurst, the t uh, tight end from South Carolina. Ex-base Traded back into the first round to get Lamar Jackson. The steal of the draft. For Why me. did they draft Lamar Jackson? Because you need, just for what they've been getting out of that quarterback position since paying Flacco after Joe winning the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco you need, you need to bring in some pressure. You need to bring in some competition, as I said. Uh, and you get a guy who's really going to push. Either Flacco is going to get it done, or you have a young guy in Lamar Jackson that's just waiting to take over. So either way, it's almost over for Flacco. Hey, hey, it's because over for the Flacco. talent that, that you got with Lamar Jackson, you're going to change this Ravens offense, the entire offensive package. You're used to seeing the Ravens play great defense and run the ball and sustain. Now all of a sudden you get Lamar Jackson, you go out and you add, add talent around him with that kind of defense, You've got a defense with Lamar Jackson. Are you kidding me? The Ravens don't make mistakes in this thing. They've been planning the thing out. It, it, just look at the steps they've done. They went signed RG3. Come on, RG3, Lamar Jackson, same quarterback. You don't have to t change the offense. It went from your first-screen quarterback and now your second-screen quarterback. This is an exodus for Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco need to go to the U-Haul place, get a roller, and get everything <laughs> else because he's about to leave Baltimore. It, 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 I'm sorry. It's inevitable right now. No less than two years left to Flacco. Oh, no. They finally, Five games. They are finally giving him some talent with Crabtree, with Willie Sneed, uh, John Brown in free agency, Alex Collins. Two tight really ends. They drafted two tight ends. Hurst uh, now. He's had nothing offensively to throw to but we well, for the last two years. He's not going to get a chance to enjoy it. Yes, no, no, no. Five games he's going to start Jackson this year. is going to put – he's going to – with that talent, you're going to have to find a way to get him on the field. And I'm sure they didn't draft Lamar Jackson in the first round to go and make him a specialist or a weapon. They're but not they didn't draft him, him to start in 2018. Not to start now. Yeah, but but at the gonna... end of the day, Flacco, he showed us who he is. He is who we thought he was. They He's gave not him nothing. The, like, they, they gave him nothing pay, around him, and he they was They paid him like a quarterback. Hey, Aaron yes. Rodgers always have nothing around you, him. You, you love, Quarterbacks you make love, the team. You love fun facts. I, I love fun facts. Do you, know who, do you know who has more road playoff wins as a starting quarterback of any in NFL history? The only guy that had a Hall of Famer middle linebacker and a Hall of Famer save because they never win a because couple of, of They don't win because of Joe they Flacco. Won, they won they, in Denver because of they, Joe Flacco. They won. They won in Joe Pittsburgh I mean, because of Joe Flacco. One game good that he one can game. win a game. I mean, at some one point, your quarterback needs to be able to win. One of the best quarterbacks we've seen, and he's going to have a resurgent year in Baltimore now that they've added talent. Them, them, now, them inflated numbers. So he's you're not the best So you're telling me the Ravens are about to to start a forum system like New England. You go out and you draft a good quarterback, he's going to sit. You're telling me Lamar Jackson is going to sit I'm on telling the Ravens. What I'm telling you, you is that in 2018, with the roster they put together, if they come back healthy, which is key, with now some offensive playmakers, they're going to have a chance to win the AFC North and make a big run. In yeah, 2018. You see what yeah. Kansas City just did with Patrick Mahomes? No one figured, hey, everything that Alex Smith was doing in Kansas yeah. City was uh, NFL leader. I'm not saying it that was, they didn't draft Lamar Jackson to be an eventual starter. Flacco's 34 years old. And Flacco's not so, good. Like, you're you arguing me that Flacco is good. Flacco ain't good. Who is he throwing the ball to? He has Nobody. The lowest, he has the Nobody. Lowest, he has the hasn't lowest, had anybody for two years. He has the years. lowest QBA, but I'm paying you like a quarterback that makes somebody's well, out of nobody. Aaron Rodgers, you can't pronounce has his receiver's name because it doesn't matter. That, that's a fair are. point. That's a fair point that you're paying him like Aaron Rodgers, and you did, but you also paid him because you didn't pay him 
him before his Super Bowl MVP. Season. Does it matter who Tom Brady's receivers are? It doesn't. Long he's as Tom a, is quarterback. Same with Drew Brees. It doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's not that type of quarterback. He's not elite. He's never been elite. All he did not was. Not saying he's elite. No, but he, you can win with Joe Flacco. If you're you going to win with Lamar Jackson. I can win with Nick Foles. You didn't bring Lamar Jackson in for him not and to And RG3. Maybe it's how will they something. work him in? How will they work Lamar Jackson? Well, obviously they're going to change their offense. You got RG3 and Lamar Jackson. Thank you. That's saying they're, you're they're about moving to go forward some with those guys. They're you're gonna, yeah. you're well, not going to bring your offense, and you're going to put him in early because Flacco can't run the same offense they run. No, they're going to take a moment to get that system implemented. They're not going to switch it this year. It's not okay. going to happen this so, offseason. So will Jackson play this year? If Flacco forces him to play by playing terrible, if he plays the first 10 weeks of the season like he played last year, this, we're talking about a, a on-the-cusp playoff team. They can go to the playoff off their defense alone and running the ball. Hey. They're going to end up throwing him in there if they feel like Flacco can't help them. They would have been, the been in the playoffs had the defense gotten a stop against the Bengals. At the I'll end tell of you year. what, let the Ravens be around the 500 mark come their bye week in UFC change. see Jackson. Okay. Um, I uh, I think it's interesting that they signed RG3 and then drafted Jackson. Same type player. For the, that's why they don't have to change the offense if the first screen quarterback in is the second screen quarterback three in. quarterbacks on that roster? Only if you feel like one of them. And look at the salary cap. Most of their yep. salary cap is in Joe Flacco. They feel right now in their head, we can win without him. He's done nothing the last couple years anyway. Again, he's had nothing around him on offense. Nothing. He had professional football players. That's all you need. Not enough of them. You that. had Macklin. You had, yes, he had players. Rashad Perriman's the worst pick that Ozzy's ever made. Yes, because he's not healthy. It ain't because he no, can't right. play. Well, it's because he's not healthy. All right, we're spending too, far too much time on the Ravens. Who cares hey, about the Ravens anyway? Right the street. Street. Who we got to talk to the little brother. Right up the street. The little brother uh, up the street, just a bit. Uh, we'll update you on the draft. Talk about this safety that the Redskins picked today in a little bit more detail. And talk about what the 2018 Redskins are starting to look like. It's a special draft day uh, opportunity out here at FedEx Field. For all of you, we're presented by Pepsi. Clinton Portis and Fred Smooter here. This is the 2018 NFL Draft, exclusively on the Team 980. Now live from Redskins Draft Fest, presented by Pepsi, here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. Uh, pretty fast. Um, yeah, 4 g 4 good, obviously. But I was running that off training, so I knew I was going to run it. Uh, whenever you hear 4-3 speed for a safety, yeah, I love Laurel it. Corner, you do think about punt returner as a possibility. He said he returned a couple of punts. I don't know, but State. if you didn't return them in college, it don't mean you're going to return them in okay. the league. And see, my hands are sponsored by Pampers, all right? Soft, very soft. <laughs> if you was dropping a kid from a four-story building, you I'm never, the person you, you want to catch. You kicks, did you? I did a couple of times out there, and the NFL showed me that that wasn't the job I needed to be doing. <laughs> man, you couldn't return kicks. Man, you, you crazy. Punts man, either. you crazy. Hey, special. Do you know you know this about Daryl Green that Joe Gibbs in big games would let stick, him do it. Would yeah. stick him back there, and, and I would say one out of every two, it was either a touchdown uh, or it was it. a double digit as, return. As he should have, but but he wanted the to league see, has he didn't went away. Hurt. But the league has went away due to the fear of getting them hurt. Right. Like you used to have specialists, you used to have uh, the Roscoe Parrish, the Santana Moss, the Sean Jackson yeah. back there all the time. Yeah. Now you're afraid to put those guys back there. Why? You, hey, why? what are you, you saving them doing for? Anything? Yeah. yeah, what are, what you, are saving you saving them for? You used to put your best. Deion Sanders was the kick punt return. Oh, when uh, you saw Deion back there, it's either you better not kick it. If you kick it to him, it's not. I'm worried about getting him hurt. I'm worried about him getting the touchdown. You see David Hester defense, back there. You yeah. see Hester back there. You know it's a chance the game can be broken wide open. Special but, teams, you need somebody to be special. But they've, they've gone away from that. You well, Crowder, I, I still got faith in Crowder. Like I said, I think he had the yips last year. I think that's something he can get over with. As long as he can catch the ball, he can advance the ball. But after him, we had who? D'Angelo? We had Moses back there returning. D'Angelo returned return the punts in the Seattle game. And they, that was that – was, They that, should have fair caught all of them. That was painful to see. Moses was too old to be doing that. But we're going to have to find a guy to, like you said, back up Crowder, a guy that can get in there and, and make plays. And Not I don't know who they got. back up Crowder. You're going to have to find a guy to challenge Crowder. Not back up because it's not a lot. You need a guy that's going to push Crowder to excel and become the Crowder 
that came out of college at Duke that was running punts and kickoffs oh, back he left was a and great right. returner at Duke. Who I'm just trying to think was P Ryan returning kickoffs at the end of the year? Yes, he was. He was turning kickoffs. Right? Yeah, he was turning kickoffs. I mean, at the end I don't of... think you really have to worry about a kickoff returner. I mean, no, you don't. A lot of anymore. people can catch a kickoff. I don't think you have to worry about any of it. You got to give them space. If you're looking up, you can't get in. I mean, everything I'm saying punt is much more important in today's game than a kickoff returner. You don't get that many chances for return kickoffs. No, you, you don't. Get chances, people run them back against us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you catch it 108, 109, 108 yard touchdown. There, there have been several of those over the okay, last couple of years. So they still do it. The, the uh, guy uh, Cohen from Good Chicago job, had smooth. like 100. Well, no, no. Well, first of all, we, that's a specialist. That's somebody that no, I know. They, they want to get the ball in space. A guy that makes things happen. A guy that takes advantage of those things. We don't have a guy that just only focuses on that one thing right now. Crowder, he's playing in the inside. He's returning. CP has lost all faith in Crowder. I no, haven't no, lost. No. I, I love Crowder. I haven't lost faith in Crowder. Don't say that. It's don't just like, like a girlfriend that. he loved, but he cheated on all the time. He no, don't love no, Crowder. No, no. I love Crowder. I just said you bring someone in to challenge Crowder. I think Crowder is one kid that's going to step up to competition. He's not going to shy away from it. He's not going to back down. He's not going to go in the shell. You put competition, I think it's going to elevate Crowder's game, and that's what I said. You need someone who's going to challenge him and make him better. I think Fred described it well, though. He had like a case of the yips last year. Yeah. He got to that point where he was lacking confidence. That we didn't want to see him back there. That Dallas game when he coughed it up and then and then, and then had the interception off it, right I'll off his tip, hands. Yeah. Um, they need him next game. year. They was, need him to do it. was a bad game. Because, you by the way, you've got to decide if you're going to pay him after next year. Well, what are you going to pay him? You right. can't pay him like a, a true number one. You're going to have to pay him like a true number two and a punt returner. Right. You, he's going to ask himself, is he, do he want to test the market or do he want to stay with the team that he's with? And that's what I tell at, people. At the grass not green show on the loyalty to your players. Crowder has come in two out of three years. He's giving you everything. Well, he's, he's left it on the field. Why not pay him now? Yeah, that's Why what the Eagles do. Well, they, 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 this, yeah. this is the mistake that the organization has made with a few players, but not with Morgan Moses, Trent Williams, Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, so why they, not? By the way, they got to do it with. Up. They got to do with Sheriff too. Yeah, until yeah, that price gets out Sheriff of here. But and, if and you Preston lock him Smith. up now. Well, how are you going to pay him good money when you just gave Paul Richardson uh, $45 million? Like, that's what I say. Do we have buyer's remorse right now when it comes to Paul Richardson? Well, they felt like they needed a stretch-the-field speed receiver. They and, didn't feel like they had that last and, year. And I just watched uh, Pittsburgh Steelers trade away a stretch-the-field receiver with Martavis Bryant. I, yeah. I, I look around the landscape of football, and I think it's just one of the things we looked at who was available at the free agency. We right. felt like we got the better one, but a lot a lot of receivers came loose after that. Well, we didn't have a third rounder to trade Oakland, but for, uh, uh, trade Pittsburgh for Brian. We, that, we manifest one. We manifest one last <laughs> night, which was one of the best moves yeah. we did in the draft. Yep. And in that's what we got to do in a long time. That's what we got to do. We got to be more aggressive in the draft, and we got to be willing to take chances at the bottom of the draft with people like Antonio Callaway, like other people. Like, you just got to take a chance sometimes. So the. the Night one, a lot of people felt Deron Payne was a need pick as much as it was best player on the board. Geis was obviously a, a value pick at that point, but it was also a addressing need. a yeah. need. The last two picks are at spots where you've got two starting tackles. I know the issue with depth, and they, and they need depth. And then today you go safety, and I think if they lined up tomorrow, they love Swearinger and Nicholson. But can Nicholson stay healthy? Yeah. That's the key. And he hasn't. He hasn't stayed healthy over his college career. He hasn't stayed healthy since he's been in the league. So you have to get a horse behind him that's versatile. They can play free safety and strong safety. So, yeah. And when you talk about the tackles, we're talking about two tackles that won't even be starting when minicamp starts because they're still coming back from surgery. So you just played Ty Seki. He's a guy that proved that he can fill in any tackle. I think you had to get a tackle at that point or a guard. So I think they fulfill more than just a need, guys, that you need to have. I'm going out with these next picks and I'm drafting any anyone who's fallen in the draft. When you look at Hurst, when you look at Shaquem Griffin, Josh, when you look at these sweat. guys, Sweat, when you look at these guys that's fallen in the draft that could have possibly either stayed in school and would have been first or second rounders or they're falling 
after a first or second round great. Those are the guys I'm taking with the later rounds. As I'm long as they're going to be chance. eligible and healthy enough to play. What's being No, you yeah. can't make that as a blanket statement. If this kid has a legitimate medical condition, he may not Well, he may not I mean, be able it's to play. a miss. You didn't have the pick. They give you a, comp, a, a, a compensatory pick they're gonna have when a lot you of have next a year. Okay, so... If he's not healthy, you get compensatories are for the free agents that you lose. A lot They'll with. figure out a way. You got insurance. You, you're covered. You Who are got the starting you corners going to be track. next year. Uh, right Norman. now, right now is Dunbar and Norman and Norman. That, that's right now. What but about I, Moreau? I think Fabian Monroe will end up winning the starting position. I just feel like that. I feel he was a starting cornerback in the league when we drafted him. We stole him only because he had an injury right there before the draft. So I think Fabian Monroe can start in this league and not start, but I think I think he got a chance to be very good. And Skandrick is your third. And corner. Skandrick is the guy inside, but you also have to have Dunbar in there. Dunbar has proven to be the best. God I like you move. I like Dunn. Dunn. is going to give you with these three corners. When you look at Skandrick in your inside, you look at Dunny outside. Now you can roll your coverage. Like you don't have to help Skandrick. You can blitz Skandrick. You can play around. This guy's a professional. You yeah. don't have to help Skandrick. So Josh Norman, right? You shouldn't have to help Josh Norman. You bet but not help him for sixteen million a year. If if now you can roll your coverage. To help Dunny out. And Dunny is playing good football. I always play well. Now, Every chance he gets. Now you could roll your coverage. You don't have to worry about, oh, well, this guy could be a miss. This guy could be a miss. It simplifies the coverage on the back end. So the conversation, the communication in the secondary, you should know who you're going to help the moment you come out of the huddle. Okay, Dunny is over here lined up against A.B. Guess who I'm going to help? And Swanger does a good job of that. The one thing I love about Swanger, he's a communicator. He brings intensity to the game. He's a leader, and that's what I think we need on the back end. More than communication, we need some guys to be led. Dunny is a still a young guy. Fabian Monroe is a young guy. So Skandrick is not just here for his play. He's also brought in for his leadership. Philly just took Josh Sweat. No. Philadelphia just took. The rich get richer. Philly no. just Josh took Josh Sweat. And mark my word, From people, State in two back. years, He's very clowny, like Jadavion Clowny. That's who he plays like. Mark my word, he'll be a Pro Bowl in two, three years. Smoosh the dumbest told you. The draft guru, Smoosh the dumbest told you what was going to happen. Uh, what do we want over these final three picks that the Redskins have? They've got uh, a fifth, four picks, a fifth, a sixth, and two sevenths. We'll discuss that when we come back. Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot, Clinton Portis live at FedEx Field. This is a 2018 NFL Draft exclusively on the Team 980. Here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. What about the dream of the draft? What about Shakreen Griffin? What about the guy from UCLA yeah. that don't have a hand? What about that guy? You don't want to draft Kareem. that guy? He, yeah, Shakreen. I thought he was. <laughs> that's what I thought it was. Shakreen. Shakreen. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Yeah. One of these days, we're going to get Fred Smoot to show a little more personality on these Hey, shows. man, I, I try to, man. CPB's throwing all that salt. <laughs> uh, Fred Smoot, Clinton Portis, Kevin Sheehan live at FedEx Field, and we bring in a good friend of ours from NBC Sports Washington, J.P. Finley, joins us. Uh, let's go back to last night and the move for Geis. Your, your impression of that? And did you see it coming when they traded back that they still thought they'd have a chance to get him? I think they still thought they had a chance. Jay Gruden last night said there was some concern he wouldn't be there, and clearly they were willing to, to roll those dice. And if, it, if he wasn't there, they had other guys in mind. But I, I think getting Darius Geis the talent at 59 is a home run. It, it's a home run. I mean, Clinton, I want to ask you what you think of him as a runner. I'm sure you've been talking about it, but the, the kid is so physical and so ready to go that if the only questions are maturity questions, I really think... Falling to near the end of the second round will help you mature pretty quick. That, that had to be humbling for the guy last night. And, and I think the Redskins are getting a very motivated, very good player. And they got the third round pick. It kind of gets lost in the Geist conversation that they were able to recoup the smallest the move pick. of the day. Absolutely. It ended so, up being a better third rounder than the one they dealt to Kansas City for Fuller, higher yeah. up in, in the round. Yep. So you ask what I think about Geist. Okay. Plays with passion, runs out of arm tackles, red that first man brings him down, square shoulders and get upfield, legs constantly turning, explodes into the hole on short yardage with determination, falls forward, 
outside runs, longer to plant foot and ground and get upfield, needs to get low at point of contact, shoulder square, his vision is better than running sideways, has a great jump cut, nice open field moves, get defender off balance, use spin move well, get skinny in the hole. Those are just you some are, of the positives. You are a some of the positives. From the Higher Learning hey. Institute of Miami. Listen, those are just some of the positives. The Were those your notes? On, that was, yeah, hey, he, he notes. pulled them out on a piece of roll of tissue. Yeah. <laughs> like on CB4, I just called out everything. How about this? How about this? So his coach, his freshman year position coach, was Dale Weiner, who coaches at Catholic University. All right. This is what he said about Geis after he got picked last night. Quote, He's a rolling ball of butcher knives. Wow. What separates him from other backs is what he does after contact. He has a burst, and he's just relentless. He's got a lot of moving parts, and he's just so powerful. One Close concern quote. with the butcher knives quote is, I believe Jim Ursay said that about Trent Richardson when the Colts <laughs> traded for him from the Browns. Yeah. So I don't know that you want to go I, with that quote it, again. It did Listen, not turn out with you don't, you don't need a butcher knife. What you get in guys, right? What you get... You got to look at players and say, do they do their game transfer over into, into the, the NFL? NFL? Yeah. When you look at guys, when I the stuff that I just named, that's in him. A natural spin move in traffic that transfers. This isn't something you're planning to do. This is Reggie Bush spin move. Something just Instinct. happens. Why does, why does he think he's Marshawn Lynch then? Because, because in, his his mindset, head, in his, okay. his mind, so who does he no run like? Who does he run like? The man said Marshawn Lynch. Do when you, you go out and you run silent, yeah, I do. Because I receive what, what I see in it is, if it's point of contact, if it's him against a safety or something, he punishes him. He punishes this dude. It's not like okay, you can bring me down. The first man, Marshawn Lynch, first guy never brings Marshawn right. Lynch runs down. too bad. It takes two, three players at yeah. one time to bring Marshawn Lynch down. Yeah. That's what Darius Geis brings to the table. One guy is not going to bring him down. One-on-one, you're not going to tackle the man. You're going to have to gang tackle him. The rest of your teammates are going to have to come give you some help. You're not going to be like, oh, well, I got this guy. He stopped his leg. Well, that's what I do. I, I to hold him to the reinforcements get there. He's going to pull you five yards <laughs> and get your jersey. That 27 going to have some grace. How does he, how how does he deal seven. with getting hit in the backfield on two out of every he, three runs? He got which he, happens to our backs. But that's because they offense – no, I'd say like you you just asked the perfect question. Thank you. How does he deal <laughs> with getting hit in the backfield? That's all he did at LSU. Every time he gets the ball, his center is exactly where our center is, in falling into the lap. Against, he has to make a spin move Texas in the backfield. Not against Texas A&M or Arkansas. Not against some of those teams. Listen, that well, I know, against every the SEC team in the SEC. knows they're running the ball. Oh, Mississippi State. Everybody, you, every team in the SEC, everybody in the world knew they was running the ball. They had three tight ends, a quarterback, quarterback that couldn't throw the ball, and you got guys. Yeah. Who else is getting? At LSU, he had a relationship with Marshawn. Marshawn sent him some beast mode gear. He said he wants to be beast mode 2.0, kind of moving that ball Hey, hey that's what you want to be. You got to aim high. It's, a, it's a high level to get to, but if the kid believes he can get there, we already said he's a violent woman. He runs through arm tackles. He's a guy that does the extra effort for the extra yard. I always look at running backs and ask to myself, is he falling forward? Running backs that continually fall forward, that means if it really was a four-yard run, he going to turn it into a five-and-a-half-yard run. And if you're doing that on first down, if you can get us three-plus yards on first down, we are already in front of the chains right there. That's what he's going to help and us And this at. is what I was trying to explain to Shin about his guy to Auburn. You need to fall forward in the NFL. Geis falls forward. Geis is going to pick up that extra two or three yards. So often where we came up short as an offense, where we came up short as a team, we're sitting at second and, and two, and all of a sudden we're punting from fourth and 12 out of, after being second and two. You have a running back that's going to lower his head and run through that because that's all he did at LSU. Did you was do what I asked you to do, though? Go back and watch him in the Georgia game and the Bama game. He punished people at the end this of runs. Johnson. I watched every Carry on game. Johnson. Hey, I like Johnson. He, he hates Johnson. way better than Carry on Johnson. I, I think Carry on Johnson is Le'Veon Bell. I think he's slippery. Slippery. Yeah. I, I think he's good at what he does. I think he can run. I think he's patient. I think he's long. That I think Auburn he can scheme catch. creates yards, though. The LSU scheme That's doesn't help That's what I'm trying to tell you, yeah, man. It's that. scheme. If but you, you know who his best game is against? Alabama and Georgia I, I think Carry on's a good player, but I think Geis is clearly the better one. I know. 
What, um, what does JP stand for? I always want to know. Is it Junior Paul? <laughs> what, what, what does JP? I know what Finley is. What does JP stand for? James Patrick. Ooh, that's a what? black. That's a black name. My dad is black. His dad is black. Yeah. Let's name him James Patrick. <laughs> Too much Irish up here on this set. Uh, real quickly, because uh, we're going to be joined here by Chris Thompson and Mason Foster. What are they looking for the rest of the way? Are there any names you're hearing? It, at this point, it's just scouts. If they really like somebody, they go get them. I mean, the yeah. board's kind of off the It's window. time to take chances right, right. now, don't you, you think? I, I think they, you add to the secondary, maybe you get more help on the offensive line, guys that you want to develop over time. What about Shaquem Griffin? What about Hurst? Has, he Has not, Hurst come off the board? No. I, I think the medical questions have clearly taken over Maurice Hurst's draft. And, and yeah, but this is a perfect time no, to take Hurst, it. He hasn't gone yet. This is a I believe I saw this morning him. that the conversation has shifted to – Will he even be drafted rather than where will he go? But instead of allowing that to happen, you have a a fifth, sixth, seventh round. You're not expecting these guys to pan out anyway, so why not go and take a chance with it? It's a a great point. I I don't know. It's all the medical team on that one. JP, thanks. Appreciate it as always. Uh, Chris Thompson, Mason Foster, Morgan Moses all coming up next. We're live at FedEx Field. All right, James Paul. Live from Redskins Draft Fest, here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. We're talking about a top ten pick. I think you can value with Joshua Sweat. Right now, I'm talking about a you edge can value with Hurst. Like, Man, Hurst, Hurst was the top D right, right, hey, right now, his heart is pumping Kool-Aid. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> Clinton Portis, Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot somewhere around here. We're at FedEx Field. Right uh, in section 131, and the fans are out here. It's a great day at FedEx Field. We've already talked to Deron Payne and Darius Geis, the Redskins' first two picks. And if you missed any of that, it'll be uh, in our Elephant Auto, uh, Auto, Elephant Auto Insurance audio vault at the team980.com. You'll be able to hear both of those interviews in their entirety. But we're joined right now by two players who had major impact on the season last year, especially after they got hurt. Mason Foster, Chris Thompson joining us right now. First of all, we've got to start with this. How healthy are both of you right now? If the season started two weeks from now, would you be ready to go? Yes, sir. I'm ready to go. You know, I, um, I'm cleared to go. Um, you know what I mean? I spent the whole offseason up here rehabbing. we got great athletic trainers. So I feel great, man. Um, you know, once I got three months out, you know, got the strength back, and, you know, I've been working my butt off to get back, so I feel better than ever. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. I'm coming along. Um, What's going on? Yeah, we there got you, you go. now. We got right, you now. There we go. Uh, getting better. Uh, I got a couple more months before I'll be uh, ready to go, ready to practice with the guys, but um, I'm coming along good. Been running, running full speed, doing all my drills so far. Both of you guys, Mason, when you look, uh, you had an opportunity to go out, go out and get a guy uh, in Vita Vea from your school. I know you were excited about that. Didn't happen. He was gone. What do you think about adding this beef up front and pain uh, for your defense? I mean, I love it. You know, anytime you could add a, a big-time playmaker like that up front, uh, big athletic, taking up blocks, man, you know, it makes, uh, it makes it easy for a linebacker, you know what I mean? So either one of those guys, I just wanted a big guy in front of me, you know, to add to what we already got and, you know, let, let the linebackers run free and make plays, man. And, Chris, when you look at bringing guys in, you know, uh, of course that means you're going to lose someone. I know your running back room is, is a close-knit group. You're going to lose someone. It won't be you. But when you look at bringing guys in, how, how is this a, a great addition for this team? Uh, just his physical style of play. I mean, you know, Jay is, is big on having physical running backs here and then guys that can uh, switch it up and do things like me as well. So I know he was one of the guys that was high on their, uh, high on their board to, to draft, you know, uh, him, Payne as well. So they, they were able to get two guys that they wanted. But I'm excited to get with Geist and get working with him, man. He's uh, the film that I've seen on him, man. He's a dog, so... I'm ready for him. So knowing the chemistry you guys have, when you look at these other guys, when you look at Fat Rob, when you look at Samajay, Bibbs, and the guys that's in this room, knowing you're going to lose some of these guys, how do you go out, not you personally, but as a leader in that room, for those guys to be prepared for this competition that's coming from this young guy? Uh, I feel like on a personal level, I've been trying to, I've been helping those guys ever since they got in the league about it and, and letting them understand that every year, um, you know, we're going to bring guys in and, and 
that's just that's just the nature of the game. They're going to bring guys in to, uh, you know, challenge you or maybe take your spot. So, um, you know, it's it, it's just all about just focusing on what you can do and, and doing what you can do well. And, um, you know, I, I understand after being in this league for a long time, that room will, it, it's hardly ever it's the same. It's going to change. Yeah, two years, you know, back-to-back years. So, um, you know, some things are going to change, but that's one of the things we can't worry about is what this, what decisions they're going to make upstairs. We just got to focus on on everything we can do well and just try to be the best best versions of ourselves. So before we get to uh, Mason, do you think this offense has enough firepower to carry over, to carry this team into the playoffs and, and hopefully a Super Bowl? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, if – we have Jordan healthy. Uh, we just got Paul Richardson. We got Alex now, who's a really good quarterback, and, and he's pretty athletic as well, which opens up a lot more things for our offense. So um, with the pieces that we have on our offense, man, the sky's the limit for us. So I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, get get to work with them once training camp comes around and uh, we can put this thing together and get in the playoffs. That's Chris Thompson, Mason Foster joining us here as well. Um, there was a lot of talk after the season, Mason, about the run defense, and it finished 32nd in the league, but it was much better when you were healthy early with John Allen, Matt Ioannidis, and you in the lineup uh, in particular. But overall, did you have a sense as a, as a player on this defense that you needed to add more? You needed to bring, bring you and Zach back for starters. But up front, uh, were you, did you guys have a sense that you needed to add more beef up front to be a better run-stopping team? Uh, yeah, definitely, man. I, I love all those guys up front. You know, they work hard every day. But, you know, you can never have too many good D linemen. You know what I mean? The way this league is, how much running you have to do, you got to have two or three good guys at one spot. And uh, anytime you can add a physical freak, physical player, you know what I mean, uses hands well, you know what I mean, takes on double teams well, I mean, it's just going to do nothing but make this defense better. And like you said, being the 32nd run defense, at the end of the year, you know, you, you got to keep working. You got to keep adding pieces everywhere to make this defense better. And um, like Chris was just saying, with the weapons that they got on offense, if we can, you know, hold people and, and get the ball back to them, you know, we're going to do some big things. How do you be the 32nd? That's the worst. How, how, how do you become the 32nd defense in the NFL? The, I mean, the biggest thing you can see, um, you know what I mean, like, like you said, after, you know, midway through the year on, it was just big runs. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't too much of this and that. It was like you stop them first, second down, and a, a 30, you know, 50-yard draw breaks. You know what I mean? So you got to play disciplined football, you know what I mean? And you can't get mushed in the run game. That's the biggest thing is giving up those little mushy runs. A two-yard run turns into seven. Then a seven-yard run turns into 60. You know what I mean? That, that will ruin your stats right there. So you have to play disciplined football and be, and be physical, man. That's the biggest point. So speaking of big runs, when you look at uh, this situation, you lose a lot of guys. You lose Will Compton. You lose Fuller. You lose Breland. Those guys are gone. You go out and add. You had no team speed. All of a sudden, you go get a safety, 4-3 speed. You bring Zach Brown back. You've added team, team speed. What else do you see you guys need to get over the hump? I mean, the biggest thing, like you said, you just add team speed. You add guys who want to come in and work, guys who will play special teams, guys who are ready to study in case somebody goes down, they can step up and fill that role, you know, uh, sufficiently. You know what I mean? So the biggest thing we got to do is continue to get better. we got a great strength coach. You know what I mean? The program is great, and guys are running and working harder than they ever have. So that's the mindset, man. You know what I mean? We, we didn't play up to the level that we felt we, we was capable of playing to. So, you know, we're all in now. Everybody has to focus on and off the field and do what they got to do to um, to make this team better. How much confidence? You know, when, when I think back on the season, you, you take the Oakland and the Kansas City games defensively, you guys really had it going. Early in that Kansas City game on Monday night, I think it was two, three and outs to start the game. Then Josh went down, and then each week we, we were losing people defensively. Offensively, maybe the best offensive game of the year was the New Orleans game. And then you get hurt, and the offense sort of falls apart the rest of the year. Do you take confidence from what you achieved, even though it was a 7-9 and nine season, of what you guys are fully healthy going into 18? You have to. Um, you know, I look at it. I think we had we ended up with 30 guys on IR by the end of the season. So uh, you're talking about a lot of new bodies coming in and, and, and trying to make an impact right away. And um, so I believe I believe we had a potential to be great. I look I look at the New Orleans game, Oakland games like that, and we see what we had the potential to be. And 
I feel like we've added weapons and we're going to get Jordan Reed healthy this year, which is one of our probably our top offensive weapon. Um, and, you know, on defense, we, we got some guys that we've added in and without injury, man, the sky's the limit, like I said before. You know, Given Jordan's injury history, at what point do you stop saying, well, maybe we're going to have him? What point do you stop depending on Jordan Reed knowing his injury history? Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's just kind of hard to say for me. You've been doing it all day, player, <laughs> No, nah, for me as a player, like, um, I feel like I had to, I really had to step my game up. And, you know, it, it, it's pretty much on us. We know what Jay Reed can do when he is playing, but... Um, you know, he's he's had injuries every year, but in my mind this year, I think he'll be fine. He had his feet was his biggest issue. He had them both fixed. So now I think it's time. It's time to go. So, you know, it's interesting. Every time we have an offensive player on the show, everybody mentions Jordan Reed being healthy. He is a massive difference maker on this team, by the way, as you are offensively. Mason, to have you back will be huge next year. Thanks to both of you for spending time. Morgan Moses is going to join us next. We're live at FedEx Field. This is the 2018 NFL Draft exclusively on the Team 980. Here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. Maurice Hurst just off the board. The Michigan defensive tackle goes to the Raiders with the third pick Great. in the fifth round. Great pick. The wrong the wrong Gruden brother. The, the, reason yep. that Took he, the reason he slipped is he had some medical and heart-related issues, but John Gruden out in Oakland going to take a chance on what is one of the better talented defensive tackles in the draft. Right, I, I, hey, I feel for Moses because CP is on fire right now. Hey, you know, I'm not even asking questions. I'm going to be... Hey, hey CP is putting people in the ringle right now. Hey, I want to know. That's it. I want to know. I need that all, this, that all these excuses. Right now. Yeah, all these excuses, all this, well, so-and-so wasn't here. Morgan Moses, you went down every game. Don't try to turn your head now. I'm putting you on the spot. Hey, too. Hey, you hey, went down every game. You bounced you back. You, you stayed. Fight. You fought. How and why? I mean, it's just the, you know, what Trent sets for us in our room, man. You know, we the have standard. a certain – it's a standard, man, and uh, it doesn't happen – uh, like that on every football team. So when we set a standard like that, like you know, man, we go to Houston before training camp as an offensive line, so we can just get everybody on the same, same page. Thing, yeah. Like this is what we doing. This you know, to teach the rookies like, hey, this is how we do it. This is how we work. We work hard. We the last people on the field, first on the field. And so when you got that mindset, man, like if it ain't broke. You got to go back out there. Do you take a boat trip when you go to Houston? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you need a captain, I'm all in. Don't get on the don't get on the boat, captain. By I, I, everybody, I, I'm part of the Navy. Moses, don't I, worry about these guys. I, I got you. Hey, Moses, I know you watch the draft like we do. Anytime hey, a player Moses, you married, stay married. Hey, hey don't right? worry. Don't listen to CP. <laughs> you watch the draft like everybody else. How did you feel to see us go out and draft a guy like Darius, guys? Uh, definitely a change up, man. You know, anytime you get a first round talent like that to fall into the mid second round. Yeah. And you get him, man. It's about Bell Kyle. You know, we, we've been missing that presence since Alfred Alfred left, you know. Um, so anytime you get a guy like that that can run the ball first and second down and give CT, you know, a huge break. Yeah, and let CT definitely. just do his thing on third down, man, where he's, you know, arguably the best third down back in the league, you know. Uh, hey, hands, so hands down. When you, when you give him, when you take those first and second downs rough off of, off of CT, now you got, hey, now you got CT at, at, at his maximum potential. So you go out and you add add the tackle from Louisville. Yep. Um, Garon. But you've been struggling inside at center and, and left guard. guard. You got Ty in second. You just add this tackle. At what point do you fix it? At what point do you drop it, put Ty in second on the field at left guard? You put your best five players out. I think you got to, man. You know, I think uh, we tried that a little bit, you know, in the season. But obviously with so many change-ups and, you know, people getting hurt. Yeah, man, I was it's forced hard. to do it. It's, it's hard to, uh, you know, have a guy that's tackle and what he's really good at and then tell him, hey, you got to start guard. Yeah. If somebody go down, you got to go right back to tackle. 
So um, I think that's something that they're going to work on this offseason is putting Ty inside and um, letting him rock out with Big Trent on that side. Well, your beard looks healthy. Hey, man. <laughs> is, is your body healthy? How are you feeling, man? Because you, you, you went through the ringer with injuries last year, man, up and down with that. How are you feeling right now? Uh, most definitely. Man, I'm feeling great, man. You know, I just started running last week and, um, you know, I went to go see Dr. Anderson down in Charlotte. You know, he's the best foot doctor yeah, in the business. Yeah, you got to call Dr. Anderson. Uh, you know, so uh, just, you know, pushing forward. You know, um, you know, I, I decided not to get the surgery on my left one. So I'm pushing through with that one. So we're going to have ready. to deal with you being hurt nah, every man. game again? Nah, man. You know, I'm Why good. Why not just go hey, out and have a Hey, it's Timmy Tail CP, soft kill, snails, <laughs> night players. Hey, night. man. Hey. Why he's bringing all this salt everywhere, man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you? Look, I'm like, look, man, what about the other four guys? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Ed Secchi's going to be moved to guard? I mean, that, uh, we've been talking about it, but we haven't heard that from the team. Is that a possibility? Um, I think it's a good chance. You know, I think, um, you know, with we with uh, you know, drafting that guy from Louisville um, gives us a chance to say, hey, let's work on Ty and Ari at left guard. Every other position on the offensive line is solidified. You know, you got Brandon Scherf, Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah. You know, Pro Bowl guard. You got Trent, so, the best left tackle in the league. Yeah. And, you know, myself. So we, we got just, Moses, the best you know? right tackle in the league. How about that? So, for us, man, it's just... It's really just staying healthy, man, and getting somebody in that friends, left guard and just go, man, you man, know? Man, anybody over 300 pounds, I want to be friends with him, all right? You're, you're making a lot of friends up here. <laughs> How's it been with Alex so far? It's been good, man. You know, obviously, you know, losing Kurt, you know, the guy that you, uh, you know, as the it was, it was line, good. It, it was good, you know, but... At the end of the day, you know, you, it's a business. So you got Alex coming in, and he's been with a number of teams, but he's bring, he brings experience. And Leadership. you look at the turnover ratio versus touchdowns that he had last year. Unbelievable. You don't throw the ball away. Win games, man. You cut four games right there. Just winning, you know, not turning over the ball. So, you know, I think with having him and Adam Paul. So you blaming, you blaming Kirk? For I'm not ball? blaming Kirk oh, at all. Right. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm just hey, making sure. I'm, I'm blaming, blaming Kirk. Kirk. I'm blaming, I'm not blaming Kirk. Kirk at all. Listen to me. I'm gonna tell you what Kirk was. He was a captain, eight and eight. Captain, eight and eight a year. Fourth quarter stat half. We're good with Alex Smith. We're in good hand with all stats. <laughs> Salty. <laughs> stat, the stat hound, you mean that had the third most fourth quarter comebacks in the last uh, three years. In the same guy, And I'm talking guy. about the same guy that had no playoff yeah. wins. He had as many playoff wins as I, I did. I know, but he had, he had such a good defense around him. Oh, come on now. Um, hey, hey, shit. Well, look, man, hey, you excuses. You got a lot of excuses he, for who you want to have Yes, he do. I've been noticing I'll, that. I'll, I'll tell you what. Was their defense good last year or the year their before? Their defense haven't been good since. Hey, thank you. Drew Brees ain't had a defense since he's been playing. How about that running? game that they hey, had. You him. already that's know how brother I feel about, about the running game. Hey, that's that's the, he played brother-in-law ball when it comes to Kirk. That's his brother-in-law. <laughs> we don't even know it. Uh, all right. So do you ever get a, I mean, are you ever surprised at days like this where you get, you know, tens of thousands of people to show up for a draft day party? And, and just the fan base, it's still there with you guys. I mean, it's football, man. It don't get no bigger than this, man. You know, we want one of the biggest, if not the biggest franchises in NFL history. So, you know, we got loyal fans, you know, and we got to give back to them by putting points and winning games on, on on this field, you know, turning this thing around because, you know, they're dedicated, man. They, You know, you, you look at the... I go back to the Oakland Raider game. I tell my family all the time, and we was playing Oakland Raiders here. Yeah. That thing was rocking oh, out there. No, it was hey, rocking. It now. was rocking. So hey. if we can come out and do that, yeah. man, this place, you know, it, it's going to be a turnaround for sure. Morgan, thanks so much. Good to see you. No problem. Glad I appreciate it, man. You handled this fire well. Hey, man. man. Hey, you know, you that's can, what we do, hey, man. You got to see the zone coverage blitz, hey, man. Fresh out the frying pan, man. Morgan Moses, everybody. We'll come back and wrap things up from FedEx Field. Live from Redskins Draft Fest, here's Clinton Portis, Fritz Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. He's a guy that came into Alabama around 340. Now he's around 310. He's a guy that played with Jungle. Hello, now ladies. Played with, uh, 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 I'm trying to focus. Resident cheerleaders hey, walking by right in front I'm of us. I'm trying to focus. Hello, Hello how y'all doing? Everything good? <laughs> We've had some fun out here at FedEx Field today as the Redskins have made one selection. They've got four more to go, um, but they pick late in the fifth round, and we're still early in the fifth round. Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot, Clinton Portis. The Redskins selected Troy Apke, a safety from Penn State, as oh, yeah. their one selection today. So far, when it comes to the four players, good draft so far, especially with the addition of Geis at a value uh, pick. And I, I think it's a good draft. I think 
we got a draft this time off of needs. We really got the things that we needed. We got a running back. We got a deep tackle. We got a swing lineman. We we got the parts that we needed to. Now, I, like I said, me and CP was talking about, now it's time to take some chances with these later picks. What was your first impression, Clinton, of Geis, meeting him here today? Well, that wasn't my first time meeting Geis. Oh, was it? I, no, no. This is Because you saw him at the Combine, right? Combine, Pro Day. I have saw him numerous times. Um, so... I, I mean, I think he's a kid that, of course, has to mature. But you can put all that behind him. He's starting a new life. Like, this is day one of a new life, a if new opportunity. If the worst thing you're going to do is lie, you all right with yeah, me. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. He just has to continue to uh, carry himself and grow. And grow. That's, That's it. it. Just continue to grow. You don't have to come out here and be perfect. Like, these fans are going to accept you. What you got to come out here and do is bust your butt. And he like, might be the best talker out of the group. We didn't draft a lot of talkers this year. <laughs> like, you, you ask these guys a question. They he, answered, one that, he answered a couple questions uh, that we didn't yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah, him, the, I, I like understand him. He those nerves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can, he can right, talk. Right. The other guys are pretty quiet. He's, he's, playing, he's a nice, he's quiet kid. A, yes, and, yeah. and, I, and I like that. Right. You do, because it's not you. You like well, the opposite. Well, like I say, if they do an out of talking, what I'm going to do? Right. <laughs> Let me, Jay Gruden talked about all these other backs, though, last night. Geis comes in as the number one back day one. Who do they lose? Because you asked Chris Thompson. The, the guy by the name of, here go the question. Fat Rob used to be a fullback. Do they want him to get back fat and be a fullback? Because you lost Niles Paul. You don't Paul. play they with a fullback. They don't the use system, a fullback. No. You don't use well, they, a they fullback. Was put, they was putting Niles and, using him as yeah. the, their fullback. So they do use the fullback of things. But Fat Rob man, looks like they the used, man They used Niles Paul on goal line. And you see what happened? They was, lost him for a couple yeah, games. They put him his, to he sleep. Was, he was getting that neck shortened when he was trying to get to the line. So, so who, who's, who's going to be kicked out of that room? Well, I just think it elevates the play of everyone. You know, you know Chris Thompson going to be here. You know Guy's going to be here. Everyone, I like Capri Bibbs. I like Capri Bibbs. Hey, I like Samaja P. Ryan. Like I told you, he run into a couple butt cheeks, but I like P. Ryan. I think P. Ryan is a guy, he's, he's strong as an ox. He can run between the tackle. He just needs to open his eyes sometimes. Well, that's the problem. You got another guy that's strong as an ox. He's the same. So now you need to change the pace. You need a guy that's going to be a tweener between Chris Thompson and Geis. I so understand. who is that guy? Well, who's the goal line guy? I think this is well, Geis. No, it's definitely Geis. the goal it's line guy. Are you kidding me? Man, P. Ryan, now, listen to me. Man, if I got to no get way. one yard, 451, Geis, Super Bowl on the line, no the more ball time on the clock, who you going to run, P. Ryan or Geis? Geis? And all you need is one line. It's Geis. One yard. It's Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's a Kirk Cousins fan. I'm not trusting Geis. him anyway. It's got to be Geis. What have you been watching? It's hands down Geis. That's I, 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 you know what? I just seen Geis running the SEC. I, he, as of now, he got zero yards in the NFL, so I'm going to give it to well, the guy he, with the He's going to have one if this is the play. It's fourth <laughs> and one. He got one yard with a touchdown. I'm okay with that. All right. Well, we will see. We will see. I, I, I'll say this about the draft so far. He's the most... He's the player that's excited the fan base the most yes, in the last few drafts. Well, first round that pick they have six. a guy that was projected first round that fills a need. This fan base has wanted a bell cow running back for several well, years. Well, this fan base has wanted a playmaker for several years. You haven't brought in a playmaker since I don't know who that's been notable. So well, therefore, go on to CP horn and say they ain't had, we ain't had a back like that since CP was running the ball. Go to this horn right quick. <laughs> that, that was, he, he almost talked in third person Salty. right there. Salty. <laughs> I want to thank Corey Morgan back in studio. Pat Malley out here. Aaron Oster contributed throughout the weekend. It's been a great draft weekend and a fun day out here at FedEx Field. Clinton, thanks. Fred, thanks. Always good, brother. A lot of fun. All right, uh, ESPN picks up draft coverage, and you'll get to the Redskins' fifth-round pick in about 30 minutes. Good night, everybody.